recording, right? Yeah. Oh my god, how are you? <laughs> this meeting is being recorded by the host or a participant. Oh no. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm trying to connect my Bluetooth headphones. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, you're good. Take your time. <laughs> it's great to oh. see your smiling faces. Oh, oh my god, it's so, it's good, so good to, good see, to you. see you. Yay. Oh my god, how are you? I'm well. When's the last time we saw each other? On the roof after yeah, homemade dynamite? Back in June. Mm-hmm. Back in yes. June. Yeah. My God, uh, that was ages ago. I was like, I'm really does fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you guys? How's Chicago? Cold and uh, depressing. Tired. It snowed yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. It snowed today. Um, yeah. Like, that's but basically. But is it, it sticking? Because it started to like, you just saw little flakes it's like what the fuck i thought this was autumn that's basically like it wasn't sticking like it basically was like raining snowing sleeting just gross disgusting muddy wet nastiness yeah home sweet home but (laughs) so this is this this feels like a privilege thanks so much (laughs) oh my god oh my gosh we're we've so... wanted you on the pod for so long yes like every it feels day like a dream come yes. true um <laughs> so uh welcome back to the pod yeah um, i feel like i've been here in spirit because you've got you guys have had roman on at oh least yeah more than once. oh yeah yeah we've had him oh, yeah. twice yeah for, pe- for people who don't know roman is the brilliant playwright who yeah. like my first real play in new york it was his play homemade yeah. dynamite it was so good yeah so oh, we're so joined good. by um <laughs> we're joined by the actor um and artist Kyle Dunn. Extraordinaire. Welcome yeah, those are pod. those are good monikers because my backup is always to be a failure. So I mean you're <laughs> singing my song. <laughs> oh good, we're in good company. Yeah, definitely. Yes. There's nowhere to go but up at this point. No, yes, absolutely. Everyone's so soon everyone's going to come down to our level right when we're, you know, just exceeding and like stepping into the upper echelons yeah. of our Oh, yeah, it's perfect. So. Either succeed or drop dead. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, cool. Well, so, Kyle, I never asked you, like, have did you start out acting? Like, what is no. your, when's, what the hell, what led you here? Like, how did you get to the, here? Oh, my, I... I had a feeling you were going to ask me this and I was like, oh, I'm going to like think of something. It's going to be brilliant. I, I don't have a great answer. No, yeah. um, I never really acted before. I always, um, I was always obsessed with movies um, before there was Letterboxd, which I, it, it's too much of a hassle now to do. I would make a Google Drive doc of every movie I'd ever seen and I would rate it uh, and write little reviews. And, you know, the reason you start watching movies is you're like, oh, the, the people that are in them, they're so beautiful. They're so mm-hmm. talented. They're so, like, their life Amorous. just seems more exciting than real life. Um, but no, before I started acting, I actually, God, I did so many, like, so many odd jobs. But then, Eventually, after I finished school, I, I technically didn't finish, but um, I started working in politics. And so, have oh, <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about this? I feel no. like, no, I had no idea. Oh my God. 
Well, what I was side. What I was side a, of the political spectrum? <laughs> well, when uh, I started as a consultant, so okay, it wasn't even politicians. It was mostly like um, I'm trying to remember to breathe like, here. Lo- uh, like it was NGOs. It was like, it was like companies or mm-hmm. associations or uh-huh. nonprofits mm-hmm. or yes, uh, like you know embassies things like this yeah um i was such small potatoes all i was doing was like uh what is nebulously referred to as communications but really it's like love it we need to go we need to go over draft 100 of this email before we send Mm -hmm. it um so i started doing that and then eventually uh i worked for congresswoman kendra horn which i think i can say i don't think i'm I think I can say that. Uh, she's Shout a Democrat. out to her. Shouts out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she lost her re-election, so <laughs> not shouts out to Sorry, me. my condolences. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but then uh, it, it just, eventually I was in D.C. Um, I was in Miami, I was in Tampa. Oh my God, I used to live in, um, I used to live in Virginia Beach, so I know. No way. Well, yeah, I lived there for like, cause I went to Radford University. So I went there for, or I lived there for like, my family lived there for like five years. So I like, I dated a guy who lived in Manassas. My husband, he lived Avoid in Avoid all men from Manassas. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, my uh, husband, he used to live in Fredericksburg for a while. And uh, yeah, I definitely know all about the, the DC. Marry men from Fredericksburg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah wow. i went on i've only been to virginia beach once but it was this manic uh like day trip with my friend's friend it, it just it was it's like random fear and loathing in virginia beach yeah it is <laughs> yeah um but yeah i was i was in dc and i hated my job and eventually i don't know what what I was thinking, but I was on playbill.com. So by this oh, this yeah. point, I was like harboring fantasies because you know, DC is mm-hmm. a pretty big theater town. A lot of people yeah. don't know this. Um, I was like, oh, well, you know, I have no experience. I've never taken an acting class, uh, but I have this sneaking suspicion that I can trick someone into <laughs> letting me do this um, politics. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I saw I saw this uh, audition notice for um, an adaptation of Georges Bizet's opera Carmen, oh my and gosh. they wow. were like the casting notice was like uh, must be uh, comfortable with nudity on stage and can passably speak speak French and I'm like well I can passably speak French and I don't know if I'm comfortable yeah. with nudity but if they well, offer let's find me- out. <laughs> Let's find out if he yeah. gives me the role, I can get comfortable. Oh, yeah. um, and I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but I, I sent, I took like a iPhone headshot. I made up a resume, all invented <laughs> credits, completely <laughs> fake. Um, uh, PSA, not true anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Wink, yes. wink. Anyway, yeah. uh, so I sent them, I sent them these materials such as they were. And this guy was like, oh, uh, we're, we'd like to bring you in. Uh, here are the sides for a monologue. Um, and the monologue was like, 
is like part French, she was part English, she was like, bienvenue, gentilhomme, madame, oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. And basically, if you, it was supposed to be a cabaret version of her. So it was cabaret, uh, okay. you know, bienvenue, cool. bienvenue, welcome yeah. to cabaret, yeah. um, by way of Peter Brooks, version of Carmen, the famous Peter Brook Carmen, mm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, the director claims he's never seen it. Uh, the evidence would point otherwise. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, Timothy Nelson, he's very talented. He's a great mm-hmm. dude. Shut um, up. And I won't say that about every single person I work with just because actors tend to do that. Um, he was actually great to work with. But anyway, he calls me in and I'm pretty sure I was the only one at the audition. So I was like, okay the odds were in my favor there's it's impossible Mm -hmm. to fuck this up and so you're the highlight um, of their day (laughs) of someone's day and he uh he's late I was super I was way too early so I'm waiting in this office on 14th street and uh p I think at uh 14th street theater source theater in dc and finally he comes in you know it's just like uh he's like boyish but early 30s and you can tell he's intelligent and he's I read I like snooped around I saw his pedigree and it's like shit I don't I I hope he doesn't ask me anything uh like technically about opera because I don't know anything about opera and he just sit he pulls me into this rehearsal room he sits me down uh he grabs a seat and he's like folds one leg over the other and just like arms crossed and he goes, um, come you as you, mm-hmm. as you wish. And I realize now he was also nervous. He was not just being Aww. a prick. <laughs> uh, he's like, please let this work out. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I started doing like this, uh, this very mannered, artificial, like, bienvenue, mm-hmm. I finished, I think I blacked out for the 30 seconds that I sped through this monologue. And mm-hmm. I, I finally look up at him and he's just sort of in shock. Mm-hmm. His hand is covering his face. He's clearly mm-hmm. like trying to shield the smile. And I'm like nodding my head, like, okay, yeah. um, is it is it over? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, um, I'd like to do it again. <laughs> this time, uh, Whatever it is that you were doing, um, don't for, don't do that. Just forget all of it. Just say it. And so I do it again, and it's instantly better. So I guess mm-hmm. props to his directing. Um, and then I finish, and he's just like, "Great, uh, thanks for your time." Gets up, leaves before I do, uh, before I oh. do, and uh, I'm just sort of like shaking, and kind of like now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next day he's like we would like to offer you the role <laughs> and wow. I, was, I, was still, I was still working um i was still working my day job but he's like yeah so as you know uh rehearsals are six days a week for five weeks and you know it's paid but not by much so i'm sure you'll figure that out mm-hmm. yeah okay let's fucking do it yeah wow and that was that and that the rest, was that. the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, we had a short run in DC. Um, it was a lot of fun. I didn't know anything like opera is just so um, 
it's like a fantastic medium to work in. I've never worked in it again because I, I was the only one who didn't have to sing. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, were you expected to sing for the audition or just no, not? That, not that was wow. Because it's like, can you possibly do this? Are you fine with nudity? Also, there's no singing. Yeah. So easy breezy. Mm -hmm. yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, so we had a little run at the Source Theater, which is still there. Great theater company, Constellation Theater Company. Um, they did a very good version of the Thirty Nine Steps, which is one of my favorite plays. Oh, I love. I've I've seen that play twice, and both times in the West End because it's it's always there. <laughs> it's like I, my I saw play. it once at New World Stages, and I was like, mm. "This is fucking incredible." That's what I want to do. It's the best. Um, yeah, th th I think this was like on a high school trip to New York where mm -hmm. my closest uh, my closest breath to the theater was uh, being the spotlight operator in the high school production of Grease. We've all Aww, been, we've yes. all worked spot. We've all yeah. worked spotlight. <laughs> yeah. The only spotlight operator who can't get the light to land on the actor it's supposed to be on. <laughs> it, it's <So> hard. <laughs> so that was that was all you ever did for high school theater was spotlight in Greece yeah no I wasn't a theater bitch I was a newspaper bitch mm -hmm. hell yeah oh yes yeah high school you got the scoop well you're you're a communicator you know yeah, yeah that's right that you're you're a, yeah, you're a storyteller okay <laughs> let's <laughs> well, so is that what you is that what you studied in college was communications no I studied engineering at Florida State uh chemical oh. <laughs> and then uh I didn't finish for obvious reasons um and then how many I, years did you make it through oh i didn't i didn't i lasted one semester good for you oh yeah good. i lasted one yeah. semester it's like you know it's like yeah you you're just school. like that's you too get much it, math yeah. you're like what yeah well my parent my parents were like yeah you know um you once you have freedom to do whatever you want you then have to be selective about those things that you do namely not drinking every minute of every day mm -hmm. or you know bullshit like this yes yes but then eventually I went to a different school um that would I went to a community college and then I went to a big boy university again um and then I was like what's the quickest way I can get out of here and they mm -hmm. said well you have a ton of history credits like great history let's do mm -hmm. that yeah and then you know one thing led to another politics yeah and the natural progression for everyone that works into in politics is to usually be a, oh, a thespian. Yeah, a thespian yeah. of some sort. <laughs> well, you Absolutely. know the old adage, uh, politics is just Hollywood for ugly people. This yes, is exactly. Absolutely. Roger Stone. <laughs> exactly yeah. the case. And vice versa. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's some pretty attractive Congress people. It's just uh, once you actually scrutinize the rest of them, they're less and mm -hmm. less attractive. Yeah. But. Um, so when was the transition to New York? Where are whereabouts in New York are you right now? I'm in lovely Clinton Hill. Hell yeah. My, Looks my so room. good. Well, it's very spacious, actually. Yeah, yeah it's spacious. Uh, my control, ka-ching, ka-ching. Oh, um, nice. Well, so what happened was the, uh, the opera had a very limited run. Mm -hmm. So I think it ran for four weeks. And then lo and behold we were going to go on tour so just like the mm -hmm. east coast or just 
the DMV, you know, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And so we went to, um, I think it's called Baltimore Theater Project, the theater in uh, downtown Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And so we did a couple dates in Baltimore and then all of a sudden COVID happened. And so, so this had to have been, uh, I guess it was January, 2020 or February, mm -hmm. 2020. And so now I had neither job. I no longer had a day job. I no longer had like any kind of, uh, theater teat to suck on. And, mm -hmm. um, but the thing was, I had started acting. So I'm like, okay, my cake is baked. I have to. You gotta see it through. You're in it now. Yeah. yeah, and I was, and by this point I was obsessed with it. So I was yeah. like, I'm so bad at this, but I bet I could get mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, you should see me now. So anyway, uh, COVID happened, um, but then I was booking work. I was getting like, you know, Rite Aid commercial in Maryland wow. or like little short film that no one's gonna see but me and the people who made it. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's like, it's June, it's July. Okay, the summer, blah, blah, blah. Then I thought, okay, this can't last forever. So when it's over, where should I be? And I'd always visited New York as a kid, um, but I'd never lived here. And so I thought, well, the options are New York or LA. I don't want to drive. LA's boring. I'll go to New York. Um, and I hate nature. New York has very little of it. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so, then I, so then I moved to New York in October of 2020. All the restaurant, like to me, the big announcement was restaurants are open. So I'm like, great. The, city, <laughs> yeah. the city's alive, full fist. Mm -hmm. in the oh, yeah. Uh, so I moved here, got really lucky, found a place on Craigslist, a place I'm still in. Um, and then I just started like, at exactly this time, it just seemed like there was all this interesting activity of people just wanting to make things in mm -hmm. New York, legally or not. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, met other, I didn't know a soul here, met other actors, uh, people who I will owe my career to. So you're um, just, just completely alone, essentially, just yourself. Tabula rasa, except for, <laughs> except for my dad would occasionally come here for work. Gotcha. And then, so the place you live in now, do, did you have, uh, do you have roommates now or did you begin with roommates? Not or? only do I have roommates, <laughs> uh, not only do I have roommates, <laughs> but I don't know if you know this, but one of them is now Roman. Oh, oh well, congratulations. Uh, actually, I, I think he was telling me that you guys yeah. were moving in together back in June. Yeah, yeah, because we, we did we did the play together and then um, he's like, and I've been subletting my place all summer. And then when I, cause I was in Italy uh, shooting and then mm. he's like, hey, uh, do you have a place maybe that I could stay in? Um, <laughs> That's exactly how he talks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly Listen to a couple episodes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I had a, I had one roommate leave and then another roommate left um, trying to divine the common denominator. Uh, I can't imagine what it would be. And mm -hmm. Roman, uh, it was like perfect timing. It's like, mm -hmm. we work together, we live together. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then how did you meet Roman? I wonder if he would remember it differently because the way I remember it is yeah. how most honestly 
most of the people I've met in New York who have become my best friends, I met them through Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. which I, I, I don't know how common this is, um, at least the becoming best friends part. Roman, I think at this point we had, we had mutual friends, but I don't, I couldn't tell you who they were. Mm-hmm. And I remember I posted something about, because I was doing a play at the Soho Playhouse. And I think somehow this, like, I don't know, he got wind of it somehow and he just DM'd me. And he's like, so you're like an actor? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm I'm like, uh, this horrible impression will persist through the course of the episode um, for those of you listening at home. Um, And I was like, yeah, I mean, yes. And he's like, and I'd been instructed to declare that you're an actor I'm like god damn it yes yeah mm-hmm. um, it's my life's calling <laughs> it's my life's it's calling. my craft it's my vocation i just uttered unprompted this brilliant piece of prose totally mm-hmm. in the moment and he responded mm-hmm. um no he dm'd me and i was like uh yeah um why and he's like stage i said yes he said i, I have this play <laughs> He's like, okay. Stage, bedroom, outside. Yeah. Stage. Garage. Yeah. What would you like? Street yeah. corner. I've done it. Yeah. Front, front he, stoop. Yeah. Front stoop. <laughs> um, so he DMs me and then he's like, I have this play. I want to put it up. Uh, I don't remember if by this point we already had the theater and because it was a part of this festival. Um, we met, I met him, I met the director, um, Albert, and I was like, I don't know what I was thinking by this point either, because I was like, uh, I was just like, so just, just cast me. Mm-hmm. Just, just, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to audition. I like it. I know that we fuck with each other. I can tell. Just, just give it to me. <laughs> it's the sort of shit you want to say in yeah. every casting ever. Right. Um, but because it was so an informal and Roman, you know, he's, mm-hmm. um, this, uh, you meet Roman, you go, okay, I can, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, and then I think I technically auditioned, but then when we got to the actual audition, it was like, I was reading with every other person who came in. So I'm like, I don't know, is this, is this, uh, like a strategy? Is this, I don't know. It was kind of, um, was it like kind of awkward or was it like set up in like a, like format? Or no, it was, yeah. no, it was official. He rented space with the director cool. at, um, God, what the hell is the name of that studio? Not, um, not Sunlight Studios, Ripley Greer, mm-hmm. famously Ripley Greer. He rented space at Ripley Greer, um, held auditions. And by this point, I finally took an acting class. I did the summer intensive at Atlantic Theater. Shouts out to Carl Howell and Paris Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. Um, changed my life. And every single actor who was in my cohort, um, you will know their names in five years. I'm not mm. even kidding. It's like a talented group of motherfuckers. Oh, and so by, so I forget what was the point of bringing this up. The point of bringing this up is when they did, when he was interested in like, who are some other actors? I was like, mm-hmm. funny you should uh-huh. ask mm-hmm. and pull out this Rolodex of people. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, just how about, you, yeah, how you met Ryan. How you got into, uh, into, yeah. into Homemade Dynamite. And... Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so that's how. And then the other thing is like, <laughs> you see, you see these. Uh, uh, you can let me know when I need to shut up because I'll just keep talking. No, you're um, doing great. <laughs> no, go for but, it. <laughs> uh, um, I think uh, so many things that you could possibly audition for. So much of the work is so bad. There's just just a lot of bad theater, whether or not you have money to put on a serious show. A mm -hmm. lot of the material is very bad. Um, yeah, which is That's maybe my fear yeah. all the time. I'm just like, oh, I want like we're I want to see the show. I want to see like I just you know. And, and, but then like you, so many things like fly across my eyes, and I, I'm like, oh, oh dear. Like you know, it's hard to like find people who like you align with on like a artistic mm -hmm. level. And then when you find them, you're like, oh dear God, like this has to be like, j yeah, just cast me in your play. Like, you know, like. But yeah, I would, you're thinking to yourself, no, go ahead, Josh. Oh, I was just gonna say, but I would argue like you need those shitty experiences in the theater mm -hmm. and the shitty work <laughs> yeah. because Harold Clerman talks about this, that like that's how we are able to define the greatest, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's a case to be made that whatever work I've been a part of that wasn't very good, at least at that point, I was the reason it wasn't good. So, you know, I'm one to, <laughs> I'm one to talk, but the, the, the point is, um, I think, you, you know, you mentioned Harold Clerman. So I'm guessing you read The Fervent Years. And if you skimmed it, <laughs> not yet. Skimmed it. I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> Claire who? Yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. Um, you read <laughs> the like you read the fervent years, right? Or you read about like um, theater in the Harlem Renaissance, or you read about mm -hmm. Ethan Hawke and uh, is it New Group or uh, Ethan Hawke and like Josh that, Hamilton yeah. and all his mm -hmm. friends, Frank Whaley, I think. Um, or you find out that Jack Nicholson and Harry Dean Stanton were roommates or that mm -hmm. Henry Fonda and, and Jimmy Stewart were roommates um, or that all the guys who went on to make the new Hollywood, they all like, oh, you're from the same uh, like armpit pocket yeah. of California as I am. And it does make you realize that it it's partly chance that you happen to be with like-minded people like this. But then the other thing is enough uh, diligent, perhaps too arrogant upstarts go, you also think nothing is good? Me too. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, yeah. And that's yeah. Like, it's kind of like, that's what they always say about- Not to put too about... fine a point on it, but that is how history is made. No, that's, exactly. that's yeah. so true. And also like, to build on that as well like that's what people say like that's how genius is defined it's like it's not like oh someone's just immediately like super talented it's just like super it's like talented like-minded people meeting at the right place at the right time and genius is more like defined by a uh, kind of uh, like just the opportunity at the right place with the right people and yeah. uh it's like those combination of energies together is what like creates genius and like what genius like comes out of yeah um, so yeah it's all it's like chance cool people like camaraderie brotherhood the three like all C's. Like, yes <laughs> chance cool people and, and camaraderie, camaraderie. You heard it here yeah. first. Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that because um, something that always stuck with me. T.S. Eliot. He said that um, genius creates the taste by which it's judged, and mm. so I think it's like um, 
I forget who made the joke, but he's like, Salvador Dali, he's a genius. Just ask him. Right. And it's yeah. like, um, th- it's like the importance of scenes, you know, mm-hmm. scenes yes. get a bad rap for being full of sycophants, hangers on, and talentless, like camp followers, which mm-hmm. may or may not be the case. But the point is, you need this uh, nascent group of people who are willing to like be fans basically yeah and yes that's who you're responding to mm-hmm. um until you know other people catch wind of it and uh either want to capitalize on it or give you a bigger chance right um, at the same time i always think of that scene from uh, i think it's a hard day's night the beatles movie mm-hmm. and there's a scene where george harrison or ringo star i forget he uh he's you know, all these girls are following him. It's Beatlemania and the movies about Beatlemania. Like Beatlemania is so big, they're making movies self-reflexively about their own uh, following. And Ringo or George, he stumbles into the office of what he realizes is a advertising agency. And the advertiser mistakes him for one of his own fans because all his fans look like he does now. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the advertising agent, <clears throat> he's like. Um, Oh, so you're one of the you're one of these fans of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry. I, I'll find a way to sell you back to yourself, or something, mm-hmm. something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, things like this have a they have a life cycle. They have a predictable mm-hmm. like way turnover time. Yeah, and like a shelf life a little bit, and um, yeah. Yeah, which which I'm I'm not trying to be cynical about it. I actually. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the point I'm making is, uh, I feel, be, um, actually the point I'm making is, I feel very lucky to have moved here when I did, to have mm-hmm. met the people whom I met after realizing this is what I wanted to do. Yeah, and also it was like, you know, co- the COVID element is like a huge implication too. Like so many people were like coming and going, like everybody basically left my city like during COVID and um a lot of people also left New York as well and like there's a lot of coming and going but I think in like times such as these um it's your the chances and the the yeah the probability of you like bumping into people and like meeting people as like you're migrating like of you know different ways it's like so the many chances. influences yeah. yeah the chances get exponentially like higher and higher so it's like why yeah. not yeah what well, um, new, did- new york periodically like the history of new york is the history of scenes if yeah. it's like mm-hmm. 20s expats who are defined by not being in new york they're not there well like i'm sorry but maxwell anderson and your publisher eventually you're mm-hmm. at charles scribner and sons in new york the yeah. 30s the fervent years same deal yeah. method mm-hmm. actors in the 50s and the late 40s same deal mm-hmm. no wave and punk in the 70s mm-hmm. and the 80s like People who play guitars picking up a typewriter yeah. and vice versa. This people is, who play ukuleles. Yeah, people who play ukuleles. <laughs> yeah. So can you uh, tell people about your character in Homemade Dynamite and you know, what were your first reactions when you first read that script? Because, I mean, it is, it is a really great play. Um, yeah, shocking so play. Home, Homemade Dynamite is about... Hmm. What's the most succinct way to put this? It is about horny fraternity brothers and equally horny sorority sisters 
who find themselves on the eve of the sorority's big we're back party, um, finding themselves in like a uh, Greek epic. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's, it's like the style of it is not, you know, is written for, you know, contemporary people speaking the way that you and I are speaking right mm -hmm. now. Um, but it has the, uh, like that same dramatic pitch and timbre of something that's epic. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is like, this is why I'm so glad you had Roman on to talk about this. Every single line, I didn't know this when I first read it because when you first read it, you you really don't get the sense of how layered it is until you're rehearsing it, um, mm -hmm. which is maybe, maybe um, I'm saying something uh, obvious, but uh, every single line in Homemade Dynamite has a, uh, like a reference point for being there. Mm -hmm. And so I think when he publishes it, uh, New Dramatist Service, uh, Ears Open, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. should also, <laughs> yes. it should be published with about a book of equal length full of footnotes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, it, there's citations for every single uh line essentially yes which does yeah. not on its face make for a better or more interesting play the fact mm -hmm. is when you have a good play that's already interesting then to find out that there's like that there, there are these like multi-dimensions of the of this play happening <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, well, it shows I, that I Roman really, cares. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's certainly true. The thing about him, um, if because I I could praise him for forty five more minutes, but I'm sure it'll get boring. Is he's prolific. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. always writing. He's a hustler, and I don't mean like in the poor sense of the word. I mean he's like, how can we make go, this? Go, go, go. Pavement. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's, mm -hmm. How can yeah. we make this happen? Um, he did not come to New York knowing anyone in show business. He does not come from a family that can snap their fingers and make something happen. And like, he has not moved, he did not move here very shortly after I did. And it's just impressive. You want mm -hmm. to be near such a person. Mm -hmm. It inspires you to like, like when you have like friends and you meet other artists like that, it inspires you to be like more grateful and like take life by the balls a little bit because you're like, oh damn, like Definitely. this guy is like living and like I'm like surrounded by like people who are like very animated to be alive and like take, um, you know, re grab a hold of all the resources circling around them and like making something. It's like kind of makes you feel like, oh damn, like I need to do this too and like be on my shit and like use the skills I was given by God, you know? Um, That's exactly put to right. good use. Yeah, to put myself to good, make something out of myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, if you're given, if you're given gifts in life, whatever they are, and you waste them, you deserve everything that's coming to you. Otherwise, mm -hmm. yes. you yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't fully answer your question, which is I played a guy called Jake, and he is a, like, um, repressed bisexual who has complicated relationships both with his girlfriend and the guy Sean that he's secretly seeing on a semi-regular basis um and he's by turns this innocent oh look at him he doesn't know what to do uh and like uh 
cunning mm -hmm. in a way that only someone who's built a life of secrets can be very naturally. Um, at least that's what I thought of him. Um, yeah. And well, when you well. get, oh, sorry, Maddie. Oh, you're fine. I was, say... I was just. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say that um I liked uh homemade dynamite because it reminded me of my own co like college like theater experience in my um in my theater program like we had a yearly like big party and the party was called blackout or get out yeah and it's like blackout or get out it's like drama it's like the stakes are high and I felt yes. like oh yeah homemade dynamite it's like blackout or get out like the stakes it's are like high. playing Edward Forty Hands with yeah. a pistol to the back of your head. It is. It, it truly is. Yeah. It's like just double fist it or get fist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that should be the poster of the next one. When you come back for the reunion, it'll be the yeah. double fist. Double fist it or get fist. <laughs> that's what it, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, it and was, you can find really out after fun. 10 years who's the freak because they'll deliberately not be drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when you like get a character like Jake in Homemade Dynamite, how do you like, how do you first in, uh, tackle it? You know, what, it, what is your process? You really want to answer that question? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I only say that because like, before I started acting, I was, as I'm sure everyone does, uh, I watched so many interviews with actors and if it's not the most boring thing you've ever heard, it's like the most abstruse thing you've ever heard mm -hmm. to the point that it's like almost not useful. But I'll tell you this is I was captivated by this book that I got for a dollar at the Strand called mm -hmm. A Practical Handbook for the Actor. Actually, it's on my desk. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and this book goes there are only a few things that are actually in your control as an actor. And then it lists them. Mm -hmm. And then you read the book. It takes like 60 minutes to read. It's very short. And at the back of the book, it says, if you would like to learn more about this technique, you can contact the Atlantic Theater Company at NYU. <laughs> I love that. Mm -hmm. and, so, and, and that was a pill. <laughs> that was the, I was, yeah, I was Atlantic pilled. Mm -hmm. I was Atlantic pilled. Um, anally administered mm -hmm. and <laughs> and uh, um, because it was thrilling no uh, and then I looked at the school and I auditioned and then I was in their intensive blah 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 and so their whole thing was you can't actually uh, believe in the imaginary circumstances of a play. Mm -hmm. It's not actually, mm -hmm. and actually the book says, and if you do, you might need problem. to seek medical attention. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is entirely true now that I've acted more since then, mm -hmm. but basically the whole point of the book, because I hated teachers. I hated mm -hmm. uh, what I perceived to be at acting schools. You're there to please a teacher or you're there to, right reveal your secrets to someone who then will say ah yes my son now that mm -hmm. you've given me you i will give you me blah, blah, blah. Yeah. i just thought it was i just mm -hmm. thought it was 
Yeah. And I still think for the most part, it is horseshit, especially when the best actors you've ever seen, whatever they do, it's some alchemy of like their technique is just a bag full of tricks bound together by flexible rules. And it's mm -hmm. been, and it's been accumulated over experiences that could only, they could only have had once they've left school mm -hmm. to the point that you go, okay, they've almost succeeded in spite of whatever training they got. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I say yeah. all that to say, uh, you get, it's very simple, is you can only be acting if you're doing something. Mm -hmm. The, the mm. second that you stop doing something, you have ceased to act. Um, and if you'd like to learn more, <laughs> go to the stream. Um, I know, I was gonna say, well, are you gonna start, well, you gonna start school yourself? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm tempted, but it would be, I, I hate, teaching as much teaching? as I hate teaching. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I basically uh, you get a script like Homemade Dynamite or Chinatown Cigarettes, which is another Roman play that we did a reading of, yeah. um, which I don't know. I don't know if I like it better or because they're both so oh. different. <laughs> <to do>. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Um, but anyway, uh, and you go, okay, um, Jake is, uh, I guess he has experiences similar to mine, but we're not the same people. And if, it, if it's true that I have to go on stage and I do have to give the illusion that I'm this character, how do you do that? And basically the technique in a nutshell is you say to yourself, okay, um, if, if I say to you, Josh, um, hey, how was your night last night? And you say, it was good. And then I say, you don't happen still to have that, those AirPods, do you? Did you find a pair of AirPods? And then you say, um, why did you leave so soon from the party last night? Mm -hmm. I would look at this four line scene and I would say, let's say I'm the person who asked about the AirPods. Mm -hmm. Okay, literally, what is going on? Um, Kyle literally says hello to Josh. Then he literally asks for AirPods. Um, and then they talk about this party that he left early from. Mm -hmm. I say, okay, that's literally what's happening. Um, but what does Kyle want in this scene? Mm -hmm. And this you can interpret from whatever the rest of the scene is. Let's what's say, your motivation? Yeah, what's your motivation? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you say, what do I want? Okay, well, maybe it's, I want to discover if you stole something from me. Mm -hmm. And I say, okay, well, essentially, what is that? Is it to get someone to fess up? Mm -hmm. Is it to- To provoke. Some, is it to get someone <laughs> yeah. to, what, what can I make Josh, mm -hmm. the actor, do for me mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. that, I can begin to attempt to get him to do whether or not I've done a character biography of, of Kyle or mm -hmm. I've done all this other research. Not that those things are useless. Later on, you find that actually they're quite useful. Mm -hmm. um, and then where this technique dovetails with Stanislavski is the fourth mm -hmm. question. What is this like to me? It's as if blah, 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 blah. And is there mm -hmm. some imaginary, believable, probable future circumstance in which I would love to get someone to fess up or admit the truth to me. And mm -hmm. I might think like, um, 
it's as if my best friend slept with my girlfriend and I found his jacket at her place and he's about to go on vacation. And so I can use this, this is something that really means a lot to me. And I can use this imaginary circumstance. To, it, this is where you start to yeah. go, okay, well, this is yet another imaginary circumstance. Um, is that not the same thing as believing in imaginary circumstances? The reason it's different is it's like, because it's personal and mm-hmm. the people involved in this scenario are real. It's something that probably could happen. And in life, you daydream about possible scenarios in your life mm-hmm. all the time. And it makes you really feel, it makes you really respond. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting a little hot under the collar just talking about this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you can do this. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, before, before I... <laughs> <laughs> Before I go too far, no, keep going. No, follow, follow, it, the, follow the impulse. Yeah, follow, follow, the follow, impulse. follow it. Follow, follow, follow it. Go, 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 go. Breathe. Let it out. Yes. What you can do is you can do this for every single beat of every single scene, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you have a performance. Yeah, because mm. it's like the um the personal the the mechanism that's being employed is like animating uh your acting for the imaginary circumstances. Um, yeah, and plus you have to understand the context um, in which this technique um, was conceived is like for, by this point, I think this was like 1985, David Mamet, uh, mm-hmm. the playwright, as I'm sure some of you know. Um, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> shouts out, uh, problematic fave. Uh, got a bunch of his students together from Goddard College in a cabin in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And um he like conceived this in reaction to the perceived, uh, not just the perceived, the observable drawbacks of the method mm-hmm. is you would get these actors who they go on stage and they're so concerned with generating the, the book calls them emotional oases, which as we all know, eventually run dry. And yes. the, mm-hmm. you see these actors on stage and they're, they're, um, they're, so, they're so intensely focused on doing whatever it is they're doing alone, mm-hmm. irrespective mm. of everything else that's happening on the stage, um, which also is very unreliable. What happens like John Garfield is in Truckline Cafe in 1942, and he's supposed to remember when his friend was shot in the head. And he's remembered it so many times that now it's like, it does nothing for him. Okay, right. well, a technique is supposed to be reliable. So if it's mm-hmm. no longer reliable, where does this leave you? So anyway, this was very appealing for two reasons. One, I t- was not a very emotionally expressive, like, like, uh, uh, just like electrical conduit of mm-hmm. everything. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just, a vessel. Yeah, I'm just a vessel. Blah blah blah. I'm a Stradivarius <laughs> waiting yeah. to be bowed and plucked and exactly. And then uh, it was appealing because anything that says, here's how everybody does one thing, we say they're wrong. I'm a sucker Mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. Like they say our technique, everybody will hate, will hate it. Mm -hmm. And you go, great. I want to do that. Yeah. Right. So anyway, um, I'm sure that's more information than you wanted, but. No, um, I love it. I'm all, I'll talk process all day. But actually the other reason that's so interesting is almost no one that you work with uh 
like it's not that they don't agree with it it's they have whatever it is they have that they mm-hmm. like it's there roman is also an actor albert mm-hmm. who directed it he's mm-hmm. a very good actor mm-hmm. and you know you it's like the the tension of you thinking you're right and they think you're wrong that's in my opinion where it gets interesting mm-hmm. it's like i don't mind if there's tension on a set not as long as we're I not le- I as like, long as I we're prefer. not stopping work to like yeah. piss on each other, fine. If there's yeah. like, this isn't working. Why mm-hmm. are why is this not working? Mm-hmm. That's, That's what makes for good memoirs. Yeah, it also makes for good memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, it gives you something you can to find do. Harper but... Collins forthcoming. This yeah like um, i'll pre-order my like, book now yeah forward by william h macy free felicity <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll miss her the good wife <laughs> um here's a question why did she go to jail and bill didn't you know, that's for another podcast but it's been on my no. mind <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is for yeah, that's for the paywalled episode. Well, you know, the mother has the mother always has to sacrifice for the child, you know. Which, by the way, happens to dovetail perfectly with homemade dynamite. It's so mm-hmm. true, as there's yes. there's there is sacrifice definitely there's sacrifice made in homemade dynamite. Yes. Ugh. So I haven't read cigarette Chinatown cigarettes um because roman has not sent it to us yet yes to get on that um but what is it about and who what was your character who was your character um chinatown cigarettes is i think it's the first play he wrote start to finish while living in new york and it's about these uh, like typical types of people you would find in lower east side mm-hmm downtown like too cool for school um situations a gallery owner a recent arrival from the midwest who got cast as a model who people want to fuck but he so some really people know. like us kind of gee i wonder <laughs> uh and then like an, an overweening acting teacher who's using mm-hmm. his position to sleep with his students and mm-hmm. like uh a uh, fuck me eyes e girl who the world is in the palm of her hand but she's a nihilist like this kind of thing yeah and so i played the recent arrival from the middle west who people who gets like street cast as a model who yeah. like nefarious like, older... yeah hey there, there. yeah it's like oh, i need to do research yeah um, my, my my process yeah, no, I don't want to sleep with you. I just want to do research. For sure. All right, I'm, um, here, for, I'm here for the work. Okay. I'm here for the work. Yes. Take off your pants. Um, for the craft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I only shoplifted those um, Levi's because that's what Robbie would do. Of course. Um, mm, so I played, yeah. I played this character, Robbie, and um, it was for the reading. And this is when I just finished. I literally finished shooting ahs and then the next day was doing this reading so like i couldn't rehearse with the rest of the gang another plane another plane yeah another, another club, club another club <laughs> another club no oh, sleep yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like fucking who's a great example diplo <laughs> i don't know yeah exactly yes <laughs> um Ugh. and and there, there was no time to rehearse but then mm, yeah like it's it's it was freezing cold for like the first time 
it wasn't that cold. It was like 55 degrees. I'm from Florida. So if it mm-hmm. dips below 70, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and Roman's like, you just, you just, it's not Jake. You can't be clever. Like if you say something, you mean it. Okay. Um, and like, we had like five minutes to rehearse and I do a line. Very He'll earnest, stop and he's yeah. like, oh, no, 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 that's clever. Stop doing that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just... I'm goes, sassy. I can't help it. <laughs> and he, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's the first wives club. Um, <laughs> I'm snark. I got snark. Okay. <laughs> I'm constitutionally snarky. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he goes, uh, golden retriever. That's mm-hmm. my only name. Um, yep. Golden retriever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I, I know, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> It was maybe the most fun I've ever had doing a play because it was totally like no one had seen it, yeah. no one had rehearsed, and it was just like balls out. We just went for it, and that's awesome. when it's always fun, yeah. The less because it's like the less thinking involved, almost is like the better, <laughs> yeah. And that was the other thing because I'm still, I would say, relatively inexperienced. I've been acting for like two years total maybe a year and a half in earnest um taking it seriously and Mm -hmm. i started to think like when there are you can tell like when it was just the best acting you've ever done but you weren't really thinking about it so what's Mm -hmm. what unites them and i think it's just like middle fingers to the sky i think that's the yeah. answer to i think it's the it secret is. to good acting it's, it's like ego death completely yeah on the cloud but just like not even like thinking yeah and you just go like the jester is always the best character in shakespeare yeah. the clown is so always true the it's not it's not Respect like there's the something, clown. yeah there's something essential to the like you know john cleese is a fucking genius and one of the reasons he's a genius is he has zero compunction about looking like a complete ass. Mm-hmm. I, I call it uh, my demented jester. Like it, when I want to engage this, I'm just like, okay, think demented jester, think demented jester, and you become a demented jester. And then you, you think have it's as if jesters. someone is going to be hit me at the end of this performance. Yes, right. <laughs> My head is going to go onto a guillotine and I'm wearing a funny hat with a little bell at the end of it. Yeah, like pasties <laughs> on the nipples. Of like... course. And I have like weird uh, curly shoes and tight pants. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when you're on stage, do you feel like the most present that you've ever been in your life? Or do you feel like you're a pretty present person throughout life? Um. Yeah, so... Um... I guess that's a two-part question. The first, the, <laughs> the, the, the first one is, yeah, if, yeah, of course, like, because, you know, actors get a bad rap for mm-hmm. uh, being fake or, uh, like, I can't, you know, anyone I've ever dated, they've always been like, well, I don't know when you're acting or not. And it's what? like That's so weird. Yeah, it, I honestly, I think these people have seen too many movies. Um, mm. <laughs> And, I don't know when you're acting or not. Yeah, like was that not in fucking? Uh, maybe the other, yeah, maybe the other person's watching a movie or try or explaining. Yeah, you know, yeah. But the point I'm making is, in reality, all the actors I know who really are good and also care about it, there's this 
ethereal target that they have in mind, which is being extremely truthful. And to be honest with you, there are things I feel that I would never express to another person unless I'm acting. Mm. And I don't know if it's because you have this sort of like, uh, yeah, where's the Rodan thinker statue? Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody ponder. Um, uh, Why can't I think of the rest of the sentence? Oh, the... um, it's because maybe there's like this safe shield of, oh, mm-hmm. it's not really me, but it's like, it's all you. Yeah. But in exactly. like, in, in life, um, like you can't have as many experiences as you can read about, which is one of the appeals of fiction. Like you can read about experiences you just will never have because you won't live long enough or you won't have as interesting a life. Mm-hmm. And the same is true of acting. Like when else are you going to be your imagination is so powerful. The mind is infinitely suggestible. And you act and you go, wow, I'm never going to get to do that again. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're real feelings that arise spontaneously from this like make-believe game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like uh, most of what we perceive and what uh, activates and that's like our... Why. <laughs> <laughs> Like what activates our emotions are like mo- uh, primarily the stories that we're telling ourselves, which yeah. is like- you Shout can- out Joan Didion. That's true. Shout out Joan. Yes. Rest in power, miss. My girl JD yes. comes through. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, if you have a story that like really is touching you in some kind of way, like any kind of story could like activate your like, uh, technical means so johnny and... where did the story touch you <laughs> your honor is he here in this room now <laughs> um yeah man wait so how did uh ahs american horse story uh come, Oz, come about hs new york um, city nyc yeah hs nyc mm-hmm. um <laughs> that happened because by this point uh, i got an agent pretty much as soon as i moved here and mm-hmm. that's thanks to a brilliant actor named theodore balucos who you should absolutely have on oh show. Yes, i really want him on the show i really want him to show yeah. um you have to remind me to just like give the litany of people i owe thanks to um but the- Theodore Belukos is this brilliant actor who has maybe done more work than God. And he, like another Instagram mutual, and like we, I always hit it off pretty well with people who are older than I am. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know why, but, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but um, maybe because you feel like you're in different social planes, you don't have to. <laughs> prove yourself or expect yeah. anything um but yeah i got my agent because theodore he cool. referred me to his agent and the agent was like uh okay um <laughs> sure um hottie alert <laughs> hottie Check alert yes <laughs> fire emoji yes <laughs> um so this was this was like as soon as i moved to new york and i was like I was booking a few things and then I was in Spain and I got this audition and me and my friend Amir Hussein, another brilliant actor, um, 
he's going to be in the, I don't know. Am I allowed to say this? He's going to be in the prequel to the Hunger Games. Anyway, he's another, he's another brilliant actor. Another Atlantic <laughs> cohort. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. everybody in that class, you're going to know their names. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, um, we, he's like, bro, we have to shoot this tape right now. We're in, we're in like some Airbnb in Barcelona and we're shooting this tape. And uh, it was it was like a very short tape, no lines, literally no lines. They because they wouldn't release the script. I wasn't even sure I was gonna have lines, mm-hmm. and I sent in this tape, and was like, and my agent, I told him, yeah, I'm going to Europe, and he said, is this gonna be a problem? I said, no, I promise you, if there's an audition, I'll be able to do it. Um, I brought my ring light, yes. <laughs> like you brought uh, the kit, essentials, you know, the essentials. essentials. Getting a fucking ring light through security. Let me just. Tell I was you, gonna. Oh, you would have better. You <laughs> will have better luck bringing a hand grenade through. Do the you USA. have like a carrier? <laughs> do you have a carrier for it, or do you have to carry oh. it on? No, I'm like uh double fisting the head of the light and the tripod oh my, my god backpack. yeah god, god like, bless you <laughs> sorry you're gonna have to check that no 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 no. i can't afford to check it so you have to make no, no. you have to make it go through security oh my god. um like duct taping it to the side uh, of the fucking uh, suitcase Lord. um can i swear i've been swearing oh, oh yeah yes please i've been cussing yeah. um, <laughs> and uh shot the tape Next day, agents like, oh yeah, uh, they want you to come to New York, um, and he's like, I told you this is going to be a problem. And I was like, no, no, no I'll, <laughs> I'll be there, um, and I was supposed to I'm go. I'm coming. <laughs> I- I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way. It's yeah. like the flight cost me as much as my SAG day rate, but yeah. it was anyway. Mm-hmm. I go do one day. Uh, I think it was one day in. I don't know how well you guys know New York, but Washington. Yeah. yeah. And this was in June. I want to say Homemade Dynamite ended June 4th. I was on a plane June 5th. I got the audition on the 10th and I was back in New York on the 12th. We shot on the 13th and then I was back in Europe on the 15th. Wow. Um, like this is the kind of shit, by the way, that you live for. Because, oh my god, yeah. yes. Because I, I honestly had a recent. Because I was on a um, on a work trip uh, in Portugal recently, oh, and yeah. like I slept through like my uh, flight to Paris that I was supposed to connect and come back to the states. So I like randomly, Classic. I Jeff booked, I randomly like uh, got a cab and like was walking around the. Um, the Porto airport Uh, yes and uh, like everyone's rude to me and like I'm on like the brink of exhaustion like I'm about to like pass out and like I randomly so then I end up in Lisbon and one thing leads to another it's just like it's the best it's like my favorite (laughs) it is the best it's like I'm broke all the credit cards are maxed out I don't have international (laughs) minutes I'm eating like half of the guy next to me's croissant I don't But it's it's the best fun. Yeah, yeah. I was like sitting on the floor at the um, Lisbon airport because it's just like 
everybody's like coming and going no place to sit down you can't yeah. like no like I was just sitting on the ground like with the little like rats and the crumbs and everything I was like oh eating ice cream I'm like this is the life like, <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> yeah that's so true oh my god it's so funny yeah so, so I did I did one day and then um I thought it was like I thought it was done in and out mm-hmm. whatever um did have lines thank mm-hmm. my lucky stars fingers crossed um until they cut around it um <laughs> and then uh, I, did, I didn't get to your episode yet I'm like one behind so so I'm then what there. happened was I came back I was in Europe shooting in Italy and then I came back and who knew this could happen they called me back for two more episodes wow. they were just like oh yeah we're gonna give you a name and we wrote you into two more episodes Ryan Murphy saw your face and was like that one i, I want, that. want him yes. i want that twink right <laughs> I now want, i how want i want you well like that i was gonna ask like how does it feel to be a part of the ryan murphy cabal dude like <laughs> i didn't have a scene with dennis o'hare who's like a ryan murphy regular mm-hmm. but uh-huh. this guy uh gives one of the most memorable performances of my movie going childhood mm-hmm. he's in the he's in three minutes at the very beginning of this movie mm-hmm. called michael clayton and it's mm-hmm. the most like yes. by the way this is a oscar-winning amazing screenplay tony gilroy son of frank gilroy shouts out day of wine and roses mm-hmm. uh amazing movie and Dennis O'Hare's in it for three fucking minutes in a scene in which George Clooney barely utters a word and he mm-hmm. steals the whole fucking movie. And so you get to work on the same set as a guy like that. And you're like, oh, <laughs> there's yeah. Dennis O'Hare. Um, Hi. He's, like, he's cold and drinking a coffee. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'll be honest <laughs> so with you. Cute. I'm not a person who gets starstruck. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody once told me like the more you treat celebs like shit the better they like you which is like mm-hmm. great I don't know who anyone is but Dennis O'Hare I was like shaking I, in I, your I, boots yeah I want I want to say something but yeah is it bad to say something uh so anyway wow. it, it, it was fun to do and I'll tell you what this is like you learn more in one minute on a set than like again five weeks at shit had you acting yeah that's so true because it's a I feel like when you're on a set it's like such a overstimulation like machine sometimes because it's just like all of these like new people faces like sat like uh verbiage that's like reverberating in the environment you're like what the hell is happening and then you have why is everyone saying copy I don't know (laughs) yeah 86 is copy uh what are they what else do they say like clear like I don't know basically if you've ever like I've worked a lot of odd jobs I've been a busboy a dishwasher a roofer Mm -hmm. blah 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 96 86 is yeah if you've worked in a lot of kitchens as I know many of you out there Mm -hmm. listening to Delilah 101.5 the point probably are um the kitchen job may prepare you more for the set than um yeah than the neighborhood it, it changes you wait so our um or did you work as a waiter slash are you I still was, do you still dabble in the serving arts aside do from I dabble in serving arts? <laughs> no and i'll tell you why and this is my advice to the okay. actors out there if you can find a way 
to get some kind of freedom or power in your daily life, you will be a so much better actor. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because if you're like, this is another Atlantic thing is, you know, you become the things that you practice mm-hmm. and whether we like it or not, a lot of times you're practicing servitude yeah. or you're practicing subservience or you're rehearsing uh, indecision. And mm-hmm. so if you're, if you in your life are like having to wait tables, which by the way, I'm not shitting on, no, I've done yes. it and you can yes. make a lot of money doing it. If that's your bag, good for you. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your follow-up question, I, I copyright, I'm a freelance copywriter. That's how I pay the bill. Oh, cool. I, I used to work copyright. in advertising. Cool. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. I freelance copyright. I flip antiques that I find at garage sales on eBay. I um like I just do odd. So you're good with your hands. That's awesome. How do you think you get cast in a Ryan Mm -hmm. Murphy (laughs) Frida? I tell you what, it ain't hunting for Uh, antique salt and pepper shakers at the Fort Wayne garage sale. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, light it as a masseuse. That's That's not actually true. A little Um, slap and tickle. But you should go to Tiny Body Work <laughs> on Canal Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all right. Well, I Maddie's mean, about to be in New York, so mm-hmm. hit them up, Manny. Yeah. Yeah. Hit I them mean, up. Yes. Very to, yeah. reasonably priced. Inflation hasn't taken its toll yet. Yeah, mm. I'm. I'm feeling it on my back too. <laughs> you know, That's already. When my, yeah. my bodega Sammy went from seven fifty to nine ninety nine, I said, "All right, Joe." Dear God, the rent talk. is too. <laughs> <laughs> too damn it's high. Too damn high. The rent is too damn high. That man oh knew whereof he spoke. <laughs> uh, well, so what's coming up next? Like anything in the works? Anything in the any new antiques? What's coming up next? Okay, I reached out to all the people to find out if I could speak about this or this or other thing. Um, I have three things, mm-hmm. four things coming up. Three of which I can talk about. The first is I'm doing a play next spring with a brilliant poet and playwright called Lonely Christopher. And he wrote this play called Voyages and it's about the life of the poet Hart Crane. Um, I feel like I've heard of this actually. I don't know. No, I haven't. I haven't heard of it, but I, I, this. Hart Crane Crane is, is? yeah, Hart Crane is a famous poet. Um, He's famous for being a homosexual. Um, he was famous Shine for eyes. The Broken Tower, a poem. He was famous for uh, White Buildings, I think was another collection. Um, and he had a very interesting life and very mysterious circumstances to his death. He's the son of, uh, this is unrelated to his death, but he's the son of the founder of um, Lifesaver Mints, his father, the Candy Man. <gasps> And oh my uh, God. Oh my God. and he, I love he a just, good lifesaver. Yeah, he just had one of the. I know he could have used one. Um, <laughs> he did die on a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just has mm. a really interesting life and lonely. Uh, the playwright. He reached out to my friend Ben Grubner. He's like, "Do you know any actors who could play this?" And he's like, "Oh, you should talk to my friend Kyle." And he, I love Ben. I love Ben too. Shout Shouts to ben. out. Uh, Shouts out to Casa Grubner, which would be Mm -hmm. Ben Grubner, Mm -hmm. his sister, Sam Grubner, our best pal, Leo Angulo, um, rep in New York Theater Workshop. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
th those are three other people you're gonna want to know um mm -hmm. because i because i like them <laughs> um and uh, uh three other people i'll owe the rest of my life too anyway um lonely sends me this script and it's like you read it and you're basically reading a play in prose poetry it's extremely like like this is it i'm holding up the binder voyages oh. um, he started this group called the interpoets theater um but it's like, I'm like i don't know am i allowed to do this i kind of want to read something from it do it um so let's see do this, it do it <laughs> just to give you a sense of how yeah yeah this man's writing is mm -hmm. in, a, in, a, in a way that you so rarely see in theater that i like um He's so hard. He's talking to his mother is that I could strangle all who dared catcall and boo her. Did you notice at times one could not even hear the Tchaikovsky for their stupid din? She is so brave for her to come again in that crimson dress at the end, for her to face our ignominy, expose her breast to the wall of contempt before her and tell us to go home, go home and read Walt Whitman, who was an idol of Hart Crane. So, wow. uh, oh my gosh. Heart is like, uh, if that choice selection sounded uh, like florid, Heart was a florid person. He's like mm -hmm. a Truman Capote kind of person. Mm, yeah. And um, I'm here for that, oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> no, forever. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> and uh, Anyway, so I'm doing that. Yeah, I got to remember the questions that you actually asked me. What's coming up? So there's yes. that. I'm very excited to do this. Um, there are members of the cast who, uh, when they're official, I think you'll be, uh, your jaw will hit the floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm doing that. And then I'm doing a film uh, with a great director who I met about six months ago, again, through Instagram mutuals. Um, love my Insta friends. I love, love IG. I love IG. I, I owe my, I see, I owe my life to IG. <laughs> me too. I can't Seriously. say I'll ever do, like, I know Facebook bought them, excuse me, Meta. Yes, I can't say I'll ever do a Metaverse play, but, you know, if Instagram's any indication, I guess it might be on the horizon. But anyway. Yeah, never say that, never. Mm -hmm. Yeah, never say never. Anything's um, possible. Call my agent. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I met this director, Juan Pablo Rivera Garza. Uh, very talented and we met again someone else who you just like why are we it's like we were separated at birth um i'm doing a film with him this summer and then the third thing is i'm publishing a magazine called zazu hub oh okay mm. what is wait, the, so what what is the premise what behind kind? That? yeah yeah uh the magazine is a Shonen Jump style comic book anthology. <gasps> okay, Whoa. cool. Yes, and if you're someone out there who has any interest in um, illustrated screenplays or comic book panel plays, uh, we might be the home for you. That's awesome. Okay. Wow, anyway, that's so, fun. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, shouts Folks. out Miguel Villalobos, uh, Parsons School of Design. Oh, um, yeah. Folks, uh, he likes arts and crafts. Okay. <laughs> I like arts and crafts, scrapbooking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Oh, well, um, Kyle, I wanted to add, I mean, we'll do the thespian studio question. Oh yeah. The best part. 
but I also wanted to ask, like, do your parents support you um, doing an acting career? Yeah, because for the longest time, they were like, we just worry if he'll become a criminal. So okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if, if uh, after I was like, look, babe, I can hold down mm. a job. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were like, great, because we have no money to give you. So yeah, yeah. They were like, dude, we're so happy if um, if you can make a go of it, which they're increasingly convinced of my capacity to do so. So let's see. We are too. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh! I'm every single day. I'm like, oh, Kyle, like he's no, okay, the, come on now. Oh my gosh, stars across the board. He's so hot. He's great. Uh, yes. yes. What, Wait what a can second. I, what can I manufacture and who wrote uh, this? Me. Wrote, <laughs> what can I? What can I write to possibly cast him in my greats? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, um, it, the next great American play. Yeah, the next great American play. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you have uh, a trilogy or a play cycle or an epic saga. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You're here for the story, Kyle. Of course. I'm here for the um, mythical cracking open of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so are we. Yes. So are we. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like we were cosmically meant to meet each other. Honestly, I do, I mean, I'll just say it at risk of sounding cringe. I believe in blessings. I believe in faith yes. and I Ooh. believe in destiny. What's up? And I believe in God because I got my God <laughs> is obsessed with you. Uh, what's it called? Sweatshirt on right now today. <laughs> he is obsessed with you. Yes. He's and a, I got to say, the there's something that, there is something I left out, which is that really, really good acting when you're doing it uh, does feel like a kind of uh, moving prayer. By moving, I mean I mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every every time I'm acting, I'm like, this is actually um, that is so true. This yeah. I'm literally like standing up and like literally praying right now because a lot is going on through your head and like and you're it's still very ritual. at peace. You're yeah. still like, very at peace when you're acting, but yes. there's still a lot of you know things that you're thinking about and um, there's a lot of emotions. Anyways, um, you want to do the best <laughs> studio question? Yes, yeah, the questions. Okay. Um, and I'll be so, honest with you. Uh, I don't know what they are because I, I usually. Yeah. Well, we've embellished them a little bit. And oh, they've yes. changed episode. Of, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. yeah well, they, I always, I always like to start by asking people what their astrological sign is, and if you know your rising and your moon sign, please disclose that as well. You know, I didn't know till I moved to New York, and turns out you don't need a passport or a subway card, but you do need to know your co-star. So I know it's them true. now. <laughs> um does everyone do this you want to guess my son's sign well i think i know i think i know you're a leo uh, you're a leo you right that? yeah that's correct mm -hmm. <laughs> i think i i think i knew because it was in your twitter bio your birthday well uh, when i yeah. well when i first met you you literally guessed my astrological sign yes. correctly and well, that was I, so beautiful that yeah, was so beautiful well, we were sharing yeah i was like I, my heart literally like le left out of my chest and like my soul left my body no I um no we were saying like oh what's your sign everyone and like uh you you were you were like cancer and I was like yeah and you like winked at me and I was like ah! I was like screaming <laughs> oh no not the wink the cancer's <laughs> least favorite uh facial gesture <laughs> no it was like oh look, I'm emotional like I'm a deep feeler so like anything anybody does I'm like oh my god it's the best so 
Um, but yeah. yeah basically, the defining feature of a Leo is um, you uh, hate everyone, and then you eat a sandwich, and you love the world. Yes, life mm. of the party. Yeah, Maddie's that's pretty a, much it. A, Maddie's a Cancer Leo cusp. Yeah. But you often will feel a little bit of Leo energy from her. I feel like. yes, yeah, because I'm also all, all like always hungry. Um, yeah, exactly. Sandwich. You're always hungry, and then always going. I'm eating too much. That's, that's I know the other uh, defining feature. Yeah. Um, my sun's Leo. My moon is Capricorn. My rising is Scorpio. Wow. Cast accordingly. Wait, I've isn't I'm I think I'm also a Scorpio rising. It's because like the isn't it like the outer um. Like the outer facade. Okay. Yeah, well, it's like your like it's the persona that you project want people to see. Also kind of interpreted as like your life's trajectory. Oh, I thought uh, who knows, mm. honestly. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, um, I want people to think that I'm mysterious, but really, I'll the moment you give it a chance, I won't stop revealing. Well, I was gonna say also I'm an like, open book. Kyle, yeah. do people tell you that you look like a little bit like a mix between like James Marsden and um Tom Cruise? Uh, I've actually never been told either of those. Oh. I'm not even joking. I've, I've literally been sitting here this entire interview and being like, that guy <laughs> looks so much like James Marsden with like okay. Tom Cruise. You know, what's funny too, is because Tom Cruise, uh, he gets a bad rap too for not but acting anymore. I think he's so good. He's very good. I just rewatched A Few Good Men. Amazing. He's America's sweetheart. Yeah, um, and he was he was right about the the drugs, the Ritalin. He was so right about it. Zenu, <laughs> Zenu so had true. some. He was based. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never been told that, so I take this as a high compliment. Oh yes, yes. Um, what is your favorite word? G. I don't know. Maybe G. I say G. Mm. Uh, unironically, and I never grew up saying it, and now I don't know why I do. Um, I like this word, but I also just for pure sonic pleasure. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Uh, G. <laughs> G. I don't G. know. Squeegee. <laughs> huh. What, what is your least favorite word? Maybe. Because mm. <sighs> it's too indecisive, right? You know? Too ambiguous. Too, yeah. Make up your mind. Yeah. Stick a fork in it, motherfucker. Let's see. Let's go. (laughs) Um, what turns you on? Mm. You know, I find it really sexy when people uh they'll just uh just game for anything mm. spontaneity mm-hmm. i yes find this and. extremely sexy Very yeah, yes and too. to life please <laughs> yeah. spontaneity yes yeah. <laughs> um what turns you off uh you know what i really hate um is people who if, if maybe is my least favorite word um but i i don't i don't dislike the word no in fact um like you get used to hearing no so often that you're like hey 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> Goes in one ear out the other. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, what, what really turns me off is just people who are uh, pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Turn that frown like upside down. Look, turn that frown 180. <laughs> yes. It's not, I'm not saying be happy all the time. Yeah. Um, because uh, like I'm an optimistic person. I think it was John Wayne. So he's like, so uh, this is after he's decrying the state of the world in like 1973, um, his last movie, The Shootist, about three years away. And um, someone asked him, he's like, well, you don't seem to be a fan of the state of the world. Are you an optimist? He's like, uh, well, yeah, what else can you be? Mm-hmm. And this is really how I feel. It's like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't mean uh, like pie in the sky, not realistic. It means, look, uh, any circumstance is, um, is a blessing. Yeah. It's an opportunity. <laughs> like, yeah. let it be, let it be a blessing. Mm-hmm. I dare mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That was something, well, and the by blessings the way. keep coming. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't, I just don't like when people, uh, they just, they're so quick. And I don't mean no, like saying no. To, I, I mean, when you have an idea mm-hmm. and their first reaction is everything that's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Or why we, oh, this is why that's impossible. This is why we can't possibly do that. This is mm-hmm. why this is never going to work. Um, it's like, no, 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 this will never work if mm-hmm. that's your attitude. Yeah. What sound or noise do you love? What, what? What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Uh, oh, I love, I love fucking street noise. Mm-hmm. It's the best. One of my favorite things about New York City is, maybe it's because I haven't lived outside with construction outside my window yet, is um, I just love First of all, I love this city. I'll probably die here. And I just love just activity, action. Mm-hmm. The sound of, I love the sound of conversation. I can just eavesdrop all day long. Oh my gosh. I the, My favorite thing to do is like sitting on the train and like just, I will listen to everybody's conversations. Like my favorite thing to do is just like eavesdrop on everyone in the city, <laughs> essentially. Just the like pitter patter, banter, mm-hmm. jokes, this, maybe just the sound of human speech. I love mm-hmm. this too. What sound or noise do you hate? Hmm. This is dead air. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. I think the sound or noise I hate is, uh, Uh, that's a tough one. You know, at Atlantic, if they say you can't think of something, you're supposed to do a hand over the heart and a hand over the gut and something will come to you. So let's try this now. Mm. <laughs> the hand is over the heart. Wait, give me two seconds of dead air. <laughs> Baby's crying. Ugh. Okay, yes. A classic. Especially on airplanes. Yeah, don't like Where it. Are the, why are the babies traveling? That's well, something. I try to be graceful and go, look, this baby doesn't know where the fuck it is. It's not the baby's but, fault. Yes, of course. But I can't therefore yeah. say that I love the sound. No. I just pretend that they're singing and they just have not mastered it yet. Oh, they're warming up. That's what Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I often, yeah, I often like to say that they're like the perfect Arto subject. Me, 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're singing Defying Gravity, okay? 
Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker. Yes. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, I get. I I won't say something else in show business. Um, I think I would say. Oh my God, uh, commander. Like in the military. Oh my oh. God. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I thought you were gonna say like commander in chief, like the president. I was like, oh, I could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes. We need another actor president. You know, we have yeah, Ron not Reagan. a few of them yes. have been uh have yeah. been um <laughs> have been Um what profession would you not like to do? Okay. Um I think there's a whole category that I would not like to do because um tedium, details, and uh like just routine like mm-hmm. Like Minutia. spreadsheets, yeah. Like Put it, data entry, yeah. Like that. By the way, I maybe that's an obvious one, but I know people who it brings them pleasure to enter that numeral into mm-hmm. row T four cell six. Um, if it if it's tedious or like there's just no like action mm-hmm. snapping for effect, um, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Not I'd rather be homeless. Mm-hmm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You showed him. Oh. Kyle, you were wonderful. Damn it. <laughs> Thank this you so much. You showed him, baby. <laughs> I, I would like you... to say you showed him, baby. <laughs> uh, this is excellent. People always, okay, every single time we ask this question, like a little tear like comes to my eye. Everyone has like the best, like no one is like, huh, what would I want God to say? It's so weird. It's like, whenever we ask like, oh, what's your favorite sound or like, it I don't gets think we- very contemplative. When yeah, we but like, God. but no, like, I feel like whenever we ask people about God or like, what would you want God or whoever to say when you get to heaven? Like people usually like know- like off the bat or like just very smoothly like there's not a lot of like hmm, what is my there wasn't character? a lot of lag there was there i'd like him to yeah. say that or i would like him to say it's better than it sounds because <laughs> cool. i'll tell you i when i read dante's inferno mm. his depiction of hell you go i never nope. seriously um i wasn't raised particularly religious but i'm half jewish and on my mother on my mother's side and on my father's side i think it was raised catholic and then mm-hmm. basically christmas easter only methodist but mm-hmm. um so if there is a hell you go boy oh boy i don't want to go there no, however no, no. Yeah. you read dante's paradiso and you don't particularly want to go there either <laughs> so Insane. i would like god to go like hey it's no internal damnation but mm-hmm. it's better than it sounds <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here. Where can the people find you? The people can find me at Kyle W. Dunn, two N's on Instagram. Uh, You can also catch me on where is AHS streaming? Is it uh, Hulu? Yeah. Yes. You can also catch me in 15 to 25 seconds on Netflix's Uncoupled. Um, and if you come to New York, oh, I would just like to say this. If you are a young actor 
or even an older actor. I started pretty late, in t- relatively speaking. I was 25, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 27 now. Um, Mazel. You, mazels <laughs> all around. You can DM me. You can email me. My email is kyle.w.dunn at gmail.com. Um, really, I love it. So many people have helped me. So if you're like, I'm thinking about it or I want help somehow, blah, 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 blah. If you're in the city, let's get coffee. Mm-hmm. Let's get out your little keyboards, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, you, I'll, be, um, I'll be in uh, New York uh, the, the 10th and 11th. Yeah, she's going live mm-hmm. she's going live i'll be around oh yeah. you gotta get ben grubner on he yeah loves your we're show in, we're we're, oh. we're discoursing yes oh yes. we are discoursing <laughs> we, we i mean we have so many well i i have so many there's so like, much going on well i have so yeah. many uh joy i have so many dream guests that have uh be my dreams have come true time and time again but um i have i have more more names he on my me- list he told me that he could get me into Tina in Chicago. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, if that happens, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I don't doubt it. I think he's mm-hmm. going to try to get my mother in Tampa. So, <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah. right. Um, all right. Thank you, Kyle. Yes. This thank you so much, Kyle. Um, yeah, this has been lovely. No, I, you know, you think about, he's like, oh, let's come on. You think, oh, I'm going to be clever. I'm going to be brilliant. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be so you composed. Are but I'll tell you, the, just, you guys don't stop. This is great. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Thank you so much, Kyle, for coming on. Mwah, 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 mwah. I'll Bye. see you soon. Talk to you. All Bye. Right. Bye. Have a good scene. night. And see. Wait, am, I, am I hitting me? <laughs>